0: Welcome to Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, peace, peace. Hey, Amira. I am so happy and thankful to be back here with you guys once again. We are live. We are in full effect. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Live, right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. So, yeah, how about those eclipses? I'm just doing a quick um, sound check, you guys, to make sure I can be heard. But, I mean, I I have a, you know, from my perspective, it's not over by far, you know, the far-reaching impact of um, what began even six months ago. That began wrapping up around um, August the 18th When we had the first full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius I can be heard wonderful And so even with that wrapping up of six months previous You know, and, and us beginning to feel the shift into the future It was a full moon in Aquarius there on August the 18th So, I mean we could have been getting lightning impulses um glimpses of our future um impulse um uh, new fresh revitalizing energy um that was made aware to us spiritually energetically um That began around that time You know, as we're closing out a chapter We're already getting a revitalized Kind of refreshed glimpse into the future Or a a new feeling A feeling of newness That we're about to embark Upon something powerful Here in the next six months out ahead, right? And so thus entered The September 1st solar new moon Eclipse in Virgo, right? And so then uh, even though it didn't have, it was one of those new moons, <laughs> not your ordinary new moon. It was a new moon that was a solar eclipse, and it was a new moon with Mercury retrograde on it. it put some Mercury retrograde on it. Mercury retrograde also uh, played a part in our most recent Pisces full moon lunar eclipse. Uh, but it definitely colored the new moon in Virgo. And so, the new things we were doing, or where we were initiating for our six months to a year out had a familiar feel to it had a feel of maybe possibly been here done that maybe it's not something all the way brand new but maybe renewed and and refreshed again. we're getting this energy okay so there's a there's a <clears throat> An interesting theme that was kind of going on there for the first two out of the three eclipses of um, something being wrapped up, something being renewed, just there with a, a full moon lunar eclipse, um, with a solar new moon eclipse. But then again, with the um, with the um, Aquarius feel to it, giving a sense of renewed at the time of a full moon. And then with the solar new moon, giving a new feel with the Mercury retrograde on it, giving it a sense of maybe not so brand spanking new, okay? Then here just a few days ago on the 16th, we had the final of the three, the full moon lunar eclipse in Pisces, so powerful, so mystical there in Pisces, so dreamy and ethereal and 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 um you know, just dreamlike and fantasy full you know, um on the low end, <laughs> hopefully not, but on the low end, potentially, you know, full of deception and full of confusion and full of um feeling weak or victimized, and so um, that once again, last week, when I talked about this last one, this full moon lunar eclipse in Pisces on the sixteenth, kind of. Sealing off what began or what was initiated at the solar new moon eclipse in Virgo for the next six months to a year out. Definitely for the next six months. Um, I like that seal on it. I like that seal of approval. That seal kiss sealing sealing with a kiss that Pisces um, full moon lunar eclipse put on this series of eclipses and and put on. Our next six month. What a kiss! What a sealed, um a, a, a seal of a kiss to put on it uh, with the Pisces energy, um, along with the full moon lunar eclipse energy, both giving a feel of closing something out. Feeling something off, finalizing something, laying something to rest or to bed, releasing something, accepting something, forgiving and surrendering to something. And so um, I love that Pisces, um, along with that, um, um, well, the Pisces energy for sure, Neptune, 12th house, all having that feel of, you know, letting something go, okay? And even uh, sealing things off for the next six months, letting something just be what it is going to be, especially as it pertains to these relationships, y'all. I just said it was maybe two shows ago I was really emphasizing Jupiter. It just ingressed into a new sign out of Virgo into Libra, the the area of relationships. We have sun here in the um in our current week that's entering Libra here um, on tomorrow. Okay, so Libra um, and and Venus having been in Libra for a while, Libra is really this area where we're talking about themes of relationships, partnerships, one-to-one interactions and and consulting and and balancing things out and being diplomatic, it's a lot. It's a lot of energy focused there now. So um, when we're talking about sealing things off with the kiss, you know, and finalizing some things and letting some things go, we're talking about a clearing energy. And spiritually, any of my mama's babies and listeners should know that the universe abhors a vacuum. We just went over this. And so once you've released something, you're letting it go, you're surrendering it, you're accepting it, then you open up a brand new energy to come in, just even with the Neptune Pisces 12th house kind of weakening effect that it could have. Yeah, when you're having a Neptune transit, when you were born under strong Neptunian energy in a particular area, then, um, you know, yeah, this is the area where you would, your defenses are kind of weakened and down, and you are, um, you know, you're easily, um, you know, perceptible and perceptive uh, spiritually speaking and energetically speaking. So while this energy is strong, um, the Pisces energy uh, of this last and final of this series of three full moon lunar eclipse, um, but then there's so much emphasis here in this Libra part of the chart. I'm just definitely sensing that we're clearing some energy and space for the the season changing. Last week's episode, the autumn equinox. We're literally changing seasons, and we're and the and the and there's um uh going to be a balancing of energies on the planet. Okay, and so you're gonna see the impact energetically of course on relationships. Not only relationships with people outside of ourselves, but with our relationship with ourselves. Um the seventh house of Libra governs our very shadow self. Okay? So um this should should be you you should we should be feeling like we're stepping into a time. Libra's an air sign, right? So we should be feeling like, you know, okay, Pisces, we were able to rest and and meditate and release and let go and surrender and just, just merge with it all, like I was saying last week. And then here in this new season, hello, Libra it ought to feel like another kind of breath of fresh air. Libra's an air sign. Libra's ruled by Venus. Venus brings the ease and the comfort and the peace and the diplomacy and the tactfulness and the balance, okay, the compromise. Um, So that that energy should be being perceived as the sun is already um, in these critical degrees of Virgo going into um, Libra here on tomorrow okay Mercury also stations direct tomorrow of course we went over all of this information in last week's episode I'm just doing a really quick Summary through some of the information That we did not get to last week Um, And we'll just take it from there (laughs) Y'all know y'all's favorite Astrologer (laughs) Is ruled by Mercury So y'all know uh, I am doing I have been doing the countdown I know all too well that Mercury Stations direct tomorrow At 14 degrees Virgo at um, 12.30 a.m. Central Time, okay, so a lot of the the communication delays and setbacks and feeling like you can't really move forward (laughs) in these mercurial pursuits of communication, of travel, of planning, of gathering information, of paperwork being delayed and not going through, um, all of that is about to start to really Free up, clear up, and move forward once again as of early tomorrow rising. So, um, y'all, just bear with your favorite astrologer. You know, um, <laughs> I should be caught up on all my bonus reports this week. Um, I was able to maintain, of course, the regular reports for all my precious mamas, babies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anytime's a good time. I I, I already went too far. Um. I know that I acknowledge the ancestors, but just to take a, a time out to do that and to, and to honor Brother Ampu, who so graciously allows us to come back week in and week out and just have a blast, the best time of your week ahead of time. Thank you, Brother Ampu. And thank you to my mama's babies. Wow, we've been going strong since the beginning of the year, and um, it's just it's just been incredible. To be on this journey with you guys and to um, to assist you <laughs> in um, you know all things astrology and all things related to the future and being unique and Aquarius the very energy that rules and governs astrology and it's it's definitely an interesting and a unique and an eccentric and an electrifying and a powerful um, um, energy and I'm just. glad to be here with you guys on this journey. It's just been so much fun every step of the way. That's what happens when you actually love what you do. So thank you guys for indulging in this love affair with me. (laughs) All right, y'all. Um we went over that. Okay, so real quick, so y'all know what's up with the sun in Libra because, okay, yeah, it's just another season, right? We've been living through Virgo season, um, you know, and in an in a early happy solar return. Shout out to my Libras. Woo-hoo. Mama loves her Libras. Yes, I do. So first of all, let me get that out of the way. And secondly, y'all are always just a breath of fresh air. So I love I love my air signs. I love my Libras. Um, but it's not just, it, it's a cardinal season, right? It's a cardinal, like Aries is the first one. Um, Cancer is the second one. It governs the fourth house. Um, Libra here is the um, third one It governs the seventh house And the final cardinal house is Capricorn That governs that tenth house on the midheaven And so all four of these um, areas And houses that they represent are critical These are the four critical components Of any astrological wheel or chart, okay? And so when you're talking about the first house of Aries You're talking about self When you're talking about the fourth house of cancer Another cardinal sign, the second cardinal sign You're talking about um, home and family When you're talking about the third cardinal sign Libra, like the sun is entering into tomorrow 9.21 a.m. Central Time Then you're talking about the seventh house of other partners um, Partnerships of all kinds, okay and the final cardinal sign being capricorn governing that 10th house is regarding the very opposite of the fourth house of home and family and so that represents public responsibility and career your um life out outside your public life and so as opposed to your private life there in the fourth house and so the sun entering Libra is no light thing because it's entering into a critical, pivotal, foundational part of all of our lives, which is relationships, partnerships of all kinds, any one on one connection or uh, relationship or communication like a consultation, what um uh, what I do when I talk to my mama's babies, when I talk to the listeners that call up, that is a Libran relationship. It governs, it's ruled by Venus, so it governs, you know, social um, aspects as well. Okay, and Libra is it it govern It's not just relationships, okay. Libra governs qualities like fairness. Okay, and justice. Libra is the sign of the scale. So it governs um, the energy of balance and things balancing out or being balanced. Um, it governs justice and peace, hence the title New Justice, New Peace for the New Moon in Libra. That's what it's representing. Yes, I've seen the headlines of some of the latest stories to um, be made public of of more injustices against our dear precious brothers Ashe, and so no, have no fear. <laughs> there are new energy the the very multiverses are conspiring. at at such a time in our week ahead, um, in our current week with the sun entering Libra and being ever so reinforced in our week ahead with our new moon in Libra, okay? So Libra also um, governs, you know, diplomacy and... um, uh, it the tact it's like i said it was it's an air sign so that's air is always going to be talking about communications and, and mental processes okay and so um, there's a uh, if there are any legalities um, that you could be involved with this could be a season where you know um, justice is justice may prevail More easily and effortlessly In a season such as The sun entering Libra Okay Um, The sun entering Libra is The autumn equinox It's setting off the entire autumn season It is the cardinal sign Libra next would be The fixed sign Scorpio season Is going to be next after that Within um, the autumn season And then finally The mutable sign of Sagittarius is going to wrap up um, the autumn and shift there in the mutable sign of Sagittarius into the winter when we start with Capricorn season. After that, the next, the very next cardinal sign, okay? And so I just have a few horoscopes. I want to shout out myastrologycoach.com. Okay, definitely hit that up. Go to the Learn tab if you don't go anywhere else, and make sure you get a really good idea and grasp of a lot of the astrological keywords and concepts that you'll hear me mention over and over. I originally Am a student of Brother Ampu and his brand of astrology, which you know has shaped and and molded me into where I'm taking it to next. So, um, definitely hit up myastrologycoach.com. You will see a link in the episode description of today's show for the Inner Peace Lighthouse website definitely stop by there as well and much love and appreciation to all of those who continue to um spread the astro love gift love thank you thank you very much that link is in the episode description as well all right um astrologyking.com for beautiful beautiful insights um please donate to that site as well as um, the dark pixie Astrology for some horoscopes As well um, Sun and Libra for a Libra If you are If you're one of mama's Libras Then the sun of course Is shining on you uh, once again Happy solar return in advance um, You are setting off Your year ahead Libras okay While the sun is in Libra you're setting the tone You're 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 setting the program, you're programming energetically your entire year ahead. So make, 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 make sure you find out from your favorite astrologer (laughs) um, what the exact time of your solar return is. Sometimes it's on your actual, what you know to be your birthday, and sometimes it's not. It may be the day before, it may be the day after you want to take the 24 hours on the front and back end of that and protect it with your life because you are programming and setting up your life, at least for the next 360 degrees ahead of you, Um and you just want to make sure you're vibrating high on that day. Uh, pay attention to the messages, spiritual messages that you get within that very, very sensitive time frame. Um, the the people that do reach out to you and their, their messages of love toward you. Um, make sure, uh, if you can help it, that you're not getting into arguments or fights during that time and you're just... Um, Doing exactly what you want to be doing for your year ahead, symbolically even if you're not even actually doing that thing. Maybe you want to travel more in the year ahead, and you can, you know, do something physical to represent that, even if it's eating at a restaurant from the place um, that you want to go visit. That kind of cuisine, right? And so, um, and just experiencing a lot of energetic fulfillment centered around these. Themes of what you want to be doing Um, Or you can actually do it I mean that's totally Get with your favorite astrologer And you can do a um, A chart on where you would bring in your birthday And energetically what that means For your year ahead as well So um, Once again happy solar return Mama loves her Libras Libras um, Of course the sun is shining on y'all Y'all are going To be very satisfied to express yourself in uh for yourself or express yourself um in your own favor like while the sun is shining on you, you should be having that same energy towards yourself um, new all the new things that you want to begin in your year ahead um, just making yourself Number one, you know, shining, just basking in the sun. Okay, if I can put it that way. And so there's There's just a lot of energy. The sun, of course, is is a really potent, powerful energy, and you should be, you know, vibrating on that same level. You know, along with the natural flow of energy in your sign, Libra. Okay. Uh, so you should be full of energy and drive and 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 feel comfortable basking in the sun that's it's your time to shine Libra do that and so um you can even successfully seek out the spotlight at a time like this. It's all favorable Libra okay do you boo <laughs> all right next up is capricorn capricorn for uh for the season of the sun entering Libra, I mean, it should feel somewhat comfortable because you are you are a cardinal sign just like Libra is, just like Aries is, just like Cancer is, um, and you should feel very comfortable because sun being in Libra is impacting your Capricorn house, okay, Capricorn? Sun entering Libra is impacting Capricorn's Capricorn 10th house. So you're going to feel most like yourself when you are being your regular old hardworking self, Capricorn, your regular ambitious and driven self, uh, you know, focusing on those goals that you're um, ambitiously achieving, and just focused on success, okay? And accepting the hard heart and smart work that comes along with that Capricorn, um, you can you can you can hit a high point. You can you can reach the summit of something during this time. You got about thirty days or so, you know, um, while the sun's in Libra, to utilize your your the best of your natural practical and disciplined and focused approach to really see something through to the end successfully and reap those rewards. Okay, Capricorn? Aries. Now, Aries, I should have mentioned this for Libra too because y'all are kind of in this position where y'all are not kind of, you guys are in the position. Libra experiencing sun and Libra from the first house, the very opposite house of Libra you, Aries, are doing the exact opposite or the same. (laughs) You're experiencing sun and Libra through your Libra house, just like um, Libras are experiencing sun and Libra through their Aries or first house. Aries, you're experiencing it through your Libra or seventh house. So y'all, you, Aries, and Libra are both kind of feeling out of pocket the most out-of-pocket you could possibly feel with Libra having the you know, really bask in the spotlight of all eyes on them and, you know, um, and just, you know, moving ahead in an energy focused more on self when Libra is the very sign of others. And then you, Aries, the sign governing the self, um, having a season Of energy that is Where um, the other is being More supported for you Than the self That's where the energy is for you in the area Of other so Aries You may not You may feel not feel like yourself For a few weeks But you're going to feel most Like yourself when you do have An other you may not feel this Time any other time throughout the year Aries but you are going to feel really um you're going to express your best self with a partner around okay you could find yourself surprisingly aries being more compromising and and um focus on equality and fairness and um actually want to give your time and attention to other people so go with that feeling aries roll with that there's um The sun is shining on you there. So by all means, Cancer, Cancer just like Capricorn, this time of sun in Libra is going through your very Cancer house, the fourth house Cancer, okay? So you you should feel right at home within yourself. You, the very sign of feeling at home within yourself and that comfort level of of nurturing, even if it's just nurturing yourself and being strengthened on your in your own inner foundation and core, right? Um, so you're going to be expressing your highest and best self, Cancer, when you are um, receiving support and encouragement, even from others. Um, Nurturing others as well as being nurtured by others Okay, Cancer um, You're an emotional sign This is going through your very emotional Fourth Cancer house cancer The sun in Libra Um, And so emotions are going to be At a peak, at a high And you can get in touch with those emotions At a time like this In your most private self the core of who you are, and work on strengthening yourself from the inside out, you in your most private part, at home. Um, and So you can feel more at home within your own self once the sun um, in Libra season is through, okay? And then by the time cancer, if you, if you do that during this time while you're having the sun transit your fourth house, and by the time the sun changes your fifth house, when the sun goes into Scorpio, then you will be able to enjoy it. The fifth house of enjoyment and romance and dating and children, you will be able to creativity games. you will be able to enjoy that much more. So take this time, cancer, and and strengthen your own energy. Allow your your very natural energy to be doubled, okay. At this time You're starting You may be feeling like you're starting from the bottom And if you do You're right You're supposed to be cancer Starting from the bottom And about six months from now You can really see um, On the long term How those efforts are going to pay off for you Okay You can't be too much more powerful Than you are right now Cancer Gemini Gemini, you are um, experiencing, um, I want to make these a little bit quicker, you guys. If y'all want to get with me, you can, uh, in the episode information, there's one-click email access to Mama Dada, and I will hook you up, okay? Gemini, fifth house, you're going to, Sun and Libra wants you to, you're in the very position Cancer is going to be in next month, okay? You're going to feel most like yourself when you are enjoying yourself, focusing on your hobbies, um, spending time with people you enjoy and you can laugh with and let your inner child come out and play. You can be, when you're feeling creative, um, Gemini, and inspired, and uh, romantic, Um, and if you're in a relationship, you know, feeling like you want to, the urge to reignite sparks and reinitiate passion and romance into the relationship, then you know you're on point, okay, Gemini? Aquarius, almost as good as that fifth house. Y'all got ninth house energy while the sun's in Libra for the next few weeks. And you're gonna feel most like yourself when you're able to roam freely, okay, Aquarius. Do your own thing. That's kind of an energy of Aquarius anyway. Um, but here you could find it a little bit exaggerated with the Sagittarius ninth house energy. So. Anything having to do with exploring the world, um, having new experiences, getting out and trying new things, um, indulging your adventurous side and feeling bold and um, traveling, learning something new, going to school, teaching, writing, speaking, then you are going to feel most like yourself at that time. Okay, Aquarius, that's going to satisfy your ego. <laughs> okay, Leo, Leo next. Uh for mama's Leo's out there while the sun is in Libra. Um you're going to be experiencing it through another air house, the third house of Gemini. Um and so Leo's, you're going to want that mental stimulation. You're going to want to be busy. You're going to want to you'll be satisfied to write or fill out some paperwork or organize your paperwork, go through paperwork, um, gather information on something. Leo, a lot of ideas could be coming at this time, and that's just going to be fine by you to explore those ideas, write those ideas down, Um, uh, multitasking, focusing on various ideas and projects, um, enjoying, you know, variety, and, and uh even sociable, um, communication, being around people, um, and enjoying the mental stimulation that ensues. Okay, Leo. Sagittarius, while the sun is in Libra, you're gonna be experiencing it through your eleventh Aquarius house, okay? And so when you're with your friends, when you're with in you know, enjoying time with groups or joining a new group or um Being your just independent, unique self, just your your uh eccentric self, um meeting new people, getting outside of your comfort zone, um, chasing down those hopes, wishes, and dreams that you have, those ventures, um and being just you're letting your genius original, innovative self. Freak flag fly I always say that about the 11th house Then Sagittarius you should be Enjoying a beautiful sun In Libra season Um, 11th house Is about the sudden and the unexpected So you know Sagittarius you're going to be satisfied To infuse some Some Fresh energy into Your routine and express Yourself differently possibly So You know, if it's time for an upgraded look, you know, reinventing yourself per se or just varying your routine. It doesn't have to be anything extreme, Um, but if it's something sudden and unexpected, if it's something that you didn't plan for, if it's something that's not, you know, that you had written on the calendar that you were going to do and it just came up and you went with the flow then um it'll it'll satisfy you more here just over the next few weeks for sure, okay, Sag. Um you're a mutable sign. It shouldn't be a big deal to kinda go with the flow anyway. Um, Virgo, Virgo, sign in Libra is gonna be impacting your second house. That's money. That's personal finances, Virgo. You're an earth sign, so I think I got your attention. <laughs> um when you are focused on security, material, yeah, material security um, stability um, it could that that should be very satisfying to you. It should make you feel more confident and valuable and valued and affect positively your self-esteem, um, especially to the degree that you're focusing more on your values. Okay, especially how you value yourself, Virgo. You can take things slow, which for you, Virgo <laughs> Virgo's ruled by Mercury, and the Virgos I've met they that's not necessarily a character a common characteristic that they take things slow, but this it, it's gonna feel good to you, Virgo. If you go with the flow, take things slow not rushing, and work on enjoying the moment more and and valuing the very moment that you're in, Virgo. You're going to go through sun and Libra a lot better. You're going to be more satisfied, okay? Scorpio. Scorpio, um, sun and Libra for you is going to be impacting your 12th house. And so... You may not really wanna. You may want to be more to yourself, and just be satisfied to do things more on your own at this time. Um, kind of in the background, not really in the spotlight. Your um, the the sun will be in your sign next, Scorpio. So there will be plenty of time for you to bask in the sun. Trust me, here coming up in just a few weeks. But right now. You're working behind the scenes, okay? You're making sure that when that first house transit comes here in a few weeks that you're ready for that spotlight. And so you don't really want anybody, you know, tampering with it or you want your time basking in the sun to be all it can be. So uh, if that's more the energy that you're feeling, Scorpio, you're right where you're supposed to be. Um yeah, uh, Scorpio, twelfth house is an emotional house, so you may feel a bit. You're in, you're a water sign, and twelfth house is a water house, so you can feel a bit emotional right now. Let that flow. Twelfth house is a house of Pisces, going to let that water flow, um, and 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 cleanse, and meditate, and pray, and release, and accept, and forgive, and anything you got to do to make sure you're ready for that first house transit. Okay, Scorpio, it's almost your time. All right, Taurus, um, you're going to feel your best. And this should be real cool for you, Taurus. Another earth sign, um, but it's going through your sixth house of Virgo work and health. And so uh, it should be fine for you to be productive, to get your work done, to um, take care of the little things and be efficient and organized and to deal with the mundane chores and tasks that you know go go on um, on a day-to-day basis, your normal routine, Taurus, the sixth house is the house of routine and your lifestyle and your health. Um, and it could affect your health and impact your health positively to get organized, um, Taurus, to to um, infuse healthful. Um, activities in your daily routine that with Sixth House on the low end can manifest as stress if you have a lot going on and you're not really juggling it all that well. Um, Taurus, Sixth House is the house of order, so put things in order. Prioritize what has to get done first. You know what I mean, Taurus? What has to get done first and, and, and take some of the stress off that way because everything doesn't have to get done today. And that's some of the ways that here while the sun's in Libra, that you can um, express yourself better and more satisfyingly so when you're not stressed out but you're, you're, you're taking care of your work, you're taking care of your health, okay? Okay. And then here, when the sun's in Scorpio next and you have a seventh house um, transit, then Venus is going to bring that ease and that comfort. So just hold on, Taurus. Sun transits don't last forever, (laughs) just a few weeks. And last but never least, Pisces. While the sun is in Libra for the next few weeks, you are going to feel your best going deep. You've got an eighth house transit, Pisces, and so... Getting to the heart of the matter, being um, um, focusing on serious matters and issues, um, strengthening emotional bonds of intimacy with others um, is going to satisfy you tremendously. The eighth house is also the house of transformation, so doing a complete overhaul on something would likely satisfy you. Here over the next few weeks focusing on transforming a part of your life or something a a part of your life Um, Whenever I talk about eighth house and transformations and Pluto and Scorpio I always talk about either the phoenix rising from the ashes or the caterpillar turning into a butterfly Like something transforming that looks completely different than it did before And that, that would be right up your alley Right now, Pisces, um, the transformations that you would make now could last for a really long time, possibly up, you know, through the next year. So, if not longer, so um, whatever you're passionate about and 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 feeling intensely about, Pisces, um, deeply and profoundly, so do that, (laughs) do that, and you will be so glad you did. Pisces, eighth house is also another money house um like i was talking to um virgo about their second house transit and capricorn of course with the 10th house if you do the hard work and and of course get those rewards and success that comes with it um pisces so definitely much shared resources pisces is going to be um some ways that the sun in libra Could manifest, especially with Jupiter being there right now. Sun is going to conjunct Jupiter here in the week ahead. I'll tell you all about it. And baby, you do not want to miss that. All right. So moving on ahead. Okay, you guys, um, here in our current week. Friday at 2:57 a.m. central the moon does trine Venus and go void just for 36 minutes right after at 3:33 a.m. central the moon enters cancer on Friday um that's the moon kind of in pretty much in its home sign the moon cancer fourth house so we are going to be emotionally satisfied here over the weekend to be in our zone Our comfort zone Our zone of self-nurture Our zone of inner uh, Strengthening our, our inner foundation And strengthening our core And be emotionally there for our own self In our private parts When nobody's around And nobody can see And nobody is looking um, That we're tending to ourselves Taking care of ourselves Mothering ourselves I don't care what um gender you identify with mothering your own self and um and yeah tending to tending to your our emotions for sure um, yeah and as mercury will have already um stationed direct and Already trying Pluto on the 20th And here in our current week On the 23rd, 3.51 a.m. Central, it trines it again On its way out of the Zone, okay Um, Mercury I wonder if I put it here real quick Just to mention it I did not That's okay I know my mama's Babies know because of course they stay Ahead and in their weekly reports they have um when the planets go out of the zone. I just I like to be able to rattle it off to you guys real quick, but it'll be it'll be in the zone maybe for a couple of weeks. But um it's trining Pluto here as we close out our current week one last time there on Friday early rising. We got a last quarter moon in Cancer on Friday, four fifty six AM Central, okay? And so the sun will be in Libra, of course, by that point. The moon's in Cancer, both cardinal signs. This is the opportunity to turn a corner um, right before the new moon, which we're going to discuss in the week ahead, the new moon in Libra. So this is that last quarter moon, that third quarter moon. Before the new moon There in cancer So whatever corner we turn It is in cancer here Um, Whatever corner we turn It's probably going to involve Some initiation The very energy of a cardinal sign um, The energy of starting something off Think of the very sign of Aries You know um, Another cardinal sign Starting off the entire zodiac right and so it's the energy of 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 an impulse to even the beginning of of the season libra turning a corner energetically turning a seasonal corner you know a whole shift for the next few months so um emotionally we will be satisfied to make that final turn before we're on to this new, new energy, make that final turn in cancer where we can be more satisfied to, to, to get comfortable and secure in our in the core of who we are and in and, and, and the strength of where we come from. Cancer ru- ruling the moon in the fourth house not only governs um, being at home within ourselves, but the very lineage that we come from. So and the energy of um, of the of our ancestors and and family ties that we come from. So it's, it's that kind of strength coming up from the inside of us as well. Um, the parts of us that people can't see. They can't see your. Well, some of us look so much like our parents that that they can, but they can't see your great-grandparents and your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents that you're coming in the energy and the power and the strength of from your inside out, from your fourth house of cancer up out to your 10th house of Capricorn. You're starting from the bottom there. If you feel like you're starting from the bottom, you are right where you are supposed to be. And we're going to turn the corner again here at the new moon in the week ahead. We're, we're, we're getting there. Let me close out the um, the current week we're in. Uh, Venus does on Friday, um, 9.51 a.m. Central, go into Scorpio, out of Libra into Scorpio, okay? And so I'm just going to give you all the houses. Let me do it that way because I really want to get into the week ahead already. Um, Friday, Venus enters Scorpio For Scorpio, of course, that's first house Venus coming into any area, Scorpio Is once again going to bring the softness Bring the beauty, bring the peace Bring the ease, bring the comfort Bring the social graces and and, um, sociability, okay? So, Scorpio, you're going to You should feel more at ease right you should feel more relaxed and indulging and romantic okay and others should be able to see that on you you're probably going to get more attention while Venus is in Scorpio okay Scorpio if you're partnered up um uh you actually could energize um, your partnership as far as wanting your partner to kind of step up in a particular way. Um, But if you're a single Scorpio, then, yeah, all the um, attraction is going to be toward you. So enjoy the attention, Scorpio. All right, Aquarius 10th house while Venus is in Scorpio. So, Um, There should be enjoyment, um, Aquarius, coming to those goals, coming to your ambitions, coming to your life direction, enjoyment, and um, um, making impressions, even good impressions on people in authority, people like bosses and superiors and elders and mentors, okay? And you can benefit from those people as well. Um, As it pertains to your love, you may find yourself, your love life, Aquarius, you could find yourself more traditional and responsible But maybe not as, um, not paying as much attention If the focus is there in the 10th house and your public responsibility And your, you know, your the, your life direction It's going to be in the very opposite position of, you know, family and home And those types of responsibilities, okay, Aquarius Taurus, Taurus, um, while Venus is in Scorpio you are going to really enjoy just any other. You're probably not going to want to be alone, lone tourist. Um, You're going to be probably perceived as even more pleasant to be around and um, you may, you know, be more in a commitment-oriented frame of mind towards, all right? Leo, for you, fourth house, while Venus is in Scorpio, your enjoyment could come from spending time around your family, you know, people that are the most familiar to you that you're the most comfortable with, okay, people that are familiar to you, Um You can, uh, whether you're single or not, uh, if you're single, you're going to want an emotional connection with somebody, you know, somebody that you can feel really comfortable with, and if you're partnered up, you're going to want to strengthen those emotional, um, the emotional connection that you have with your partner, you know, just you're going to want to feel at home with whoever you're with. So if you can't have that, you're not going to want it right now, Leo. Okay? Um, For Cancer, Venus going into Scorpio for you is affecting your very most romantic house, the fifth house. So you are going to definitely enjoy being romantic, um, being playful, um, just enjoying your life, enjoying hobbies, And kind of play in the field Um, And if you're in a relationship You can definitely infuse A committed relationship with more fun And creativity and spontaneity And allowing your inner child Children to come out and play Pisces, for you Venus and Scorpio Going through your ninth house You're going to be very satisfied And enjoy so much Learning new things Trying new things um, You know, going on Adventures even being more spiritual, um, and you'll be satisfied more relationship wise to indulge and infuse more passion into your relationship, even though you may feel you want a little bit more space. All right, Virgo, um, for you, Venus going into Scorpio is impacting your third house. And so, uh, you, you're you going to be all about that mental stimulation, Virgo, okay, the third house of Gemini. Um, anybody that can get you thinking, anything that can get you thinking, you're going to enjoy it immensely, communicating with others, having great conversations, improving conversations within the context of your existing relationships, okay, Virgo? Capricorn, um, you're going to love... Anything and all things unique and different, and stepping outside of your cap- um your comfort zone, Capricorn, okay, thinking outside the box, meeting you know people from different cultures or different backgrounds is going to satisfy you so much um meeting new people um making new friends, spending time with um spending more time with the friends you already have um groups that you belong to enjoying time there, your social circle, uh, you're gonna be fed your love tanks gonna be filled up if you can, you know, spend time with friends and, and groups. Um, friendship. That's gonna be very important to you right now. This is a season Capricorn where you could fall in love with a friend or, you know, a friend could turn into more than a friend, right? Libra Venus and Scorpio for you is impacting that second house, okay? So you're going to be experiencing love and money um, in in a money house. (laughs) So uh, you could definitely enjoy um, collecting more money, adding more money, you know, to your possessions. And also relaxing, kind of slowing down to enjoy right where you are, all five of your senses, indulging all five of them, you know, uh, physical senses. And um, and you're not going to be too inclined to rush things along as far as love and relationships are concerned. Um, it could be very physical and, you know, sensual, uh, but you wouldn't be wanting to rush it into something official per se. If you're already in a relationship, Libra, uh, you can definitely work on uh, making it a more secure and stable one, one that feels good to all five of the senses, right, Libra? (laughs) Okay, Sagittarius. Sagittarius, um, Venus and Scorpio is going through your 12th house. This is that hidden house, the house of what's going on in the background. So um, as much as I hate to say it, Sagittarius, this is actually a season where um, a clandestine affairs can go on, okay? Um, but it doesn't have to be that deep, Sagittarius. It could just be a time where you really enjoy um Using your indulging your imagination, um, tapping more into your spiritual side, um, even spiritual connections. If you did meet somebody now, single sages, um, mama single sages, you could definitely uh, meet someone um, and have a deeply spiritual bond and connection. It doesn't have to be something hidden. It could just be something spiritual. Um, If you're uh, coupled up Sagittarius, then it may be a kind of thing where you, within the context of your relationship, want to be more in the background and just you two and just time to yourself, time relaxing together, just enjoying even silence under an aspect like this Sagittarius, okay? Okay. Aries, you are experiencing Venus um, in Scorpio through your eighth house, okay? The house of intimacy. So you're going to be very satisfied. Your love tank is going to be filled up to go deep. Strengthening emotional bonds you have with people, okay? This is a psychological house, Aries. You could even be, um, it could please you. And satisfy you to go deep with within your own self, even you know, on a, a research psychological, getting to the heart of something. You're craving intensity and passion right now, Aries, and so um, you're definitely not going to want something superficial. If you are single and out here dating, you're going to want something serious. And um, if you are already coupled couple of Aries, you're going to want to get even closer. You're going to want to go even deeper. And lastly, Gemini. Gemini, Venus is um, going through Scorpio, um, is going to be impacting your sixth house. And so um, luckily, you know, Virgo, the uh, sixth house that governs Virgo is Mercury-ruled also, so um, should be satisfying to you, Gemini, to enjoy getting stuff done and doing work that you love and taking care of the little details. Yeah, Gemini, you're probably going to really impress somebody because you're going to be satisfied to take care of all the little details. <clears throat> um, and, you know, somebody just may eat that up. You're noticing every little thing. It also could totally annoy the crap out of them if you're being... Low vibrational, stressful, and neurotic about it, Um, but it could really just be even within the context of an existing relationship, Gemini, that you're just taking a more practical approach. That you're just thinking about the the, the little things that need to get done. You're you're thinking about things in order Mm -hmm. and being more organized in your approach to love and your particular relationship. All right, and then there on Saturday, September 24th at 8.42 p.m., the moon squares Uranus and goes void for 12 hours and 6 minutes, which leads us into our week ahead. Drum roll, please. Sunday, September the 25th through Saturday, October the 1st. I have a feeling we won't get through the entire week, but that's okay. Um, We're going to get as far as we can. All right, on sunday um, of course, the moon will have gotten void there um, at the end of our week in cancer with the um that last quarter moon in cancer, and then sunday eight forty eight a m central the moon enters Leo when you get up real good on Sunday, the moon will be in Leo, and we are going to be ready to partay. (laughs) We're going to be ready to enjoy ourselves. We're going to be emotionally satisfied to have some fun Sunday, okay? Um, We will have already been in emotional cancer territory, turning corners and things, and when the moon enters Leo there on Sunday, we're going to want to just feel like the sun is shining on us, that Leo is the sign that is ruled by the sun okay fifth house and so we're going to want our inner children to come out to play we're going to want to laugh and 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 go to a party or um just be dramatic and enjoy being dramatic and and taking the stage being on stage in the spotlight you know um Encouraging someone, making them have a good time, enjoy their time and have a fun time and so and so we're and, and it governs the heart right there, so we're- want, gonna wanna live from our heart and de, and delight in our heart's desire, just like a child that's represented there in the fifth house of Leo as well so um. Uh, <laughs> Sunday should be a good sunny day, even if it's not sunny outside. It should be sunny on the inside of being emotionally satisfied to be creative to be generous to um to feel grand and romantic and creative okay all right then we go into monday two a m central the sun the the all <laughs> anticipated. Sun conjunct Libra, um, Jupiter in Libra alignment, okay, three degrees. They're early, early, early in the rising, 2 a.m. Central. Now, to note, this is the only time this alignment is happening this year, right? It's only happening once next year in 2017. It's happening on October the 26th. In 2018 and 2019, it only happens once as well, November 26th in 2018 and December 27th, 2019. In 2020, it does not happen at all. So that's giving you kind of a glimpse of the rarity of, of this alignment that we've got coming up on Monday and our week ahead once a year. And in 2020, not at all. So take divine advantage of it, especially as it's getting closer. Um, Like I started off the show saying, talking about Libra, the very energy that they're lining up in is going to be a a real critical energy to to, to allow to flow freely within your life. I know it can be scary. We're talking about the area that governs relationships. Expand in these relationships But they're already so scary (laughs) Expand in being You know And I'm talking about Jupiter here Because that's the sun lining up With Jupiter in this Area of relationships Of compromising Of um, being fair And balanced Of listening As well as talking Right? So It's a really good solar transit sun lining up with Jupiter, and there's just, I love when I get to talk to my mama's babies about Jupiter, because yes, it is luck. Yes, it is abundance. Yes, it is expansion and growth, and there's this air of the great benefic that is going to shower you with blessings and all of that, and there's a, a, a great degree of that. But Jupiter can just be this inner feeling of well-being. And you can't put a price, that's abundance, you can't put a price tag on. A general feeling of happiness and optimism with Jupiter, right? And so um, good luck can take the form of opportunities for even spiritual growth, professional, personal growth. And so... You definitely with an alignment like this Sun lining up with Jupiter you, Sun, you know, representing our ego And our will and self-expression And our focus um, We can line that up With Just living life to the fullest Expressing ourselves to the fullest You know, expansively With Jupiter being involved Um That same feeling you get, let's just say, winning the lottery, even on a small scale, winning 10 bucks, 20 bucks, winning a lottery pool at work or something, okay? You know that feeling when, wow, I didn't even expect this. This was a surprise, this was a gift. Uh, It's that same feeling that can come from even a compliment and it can affect your nature Just people reading it off of you that you're in a good pleasant mood So with sun aligning with Jupiter here in the week ahead on Monday, um, that's when it goes exact expansion really can be anywhere of course if you are hooked up with your favorite astrologer or happen to study your own chart and know what area of life this expansion of of the of the self is likely going to happen in the exp- expansion of your of self expression in a particular area of life then um even better if you know where to look for it um Relationship expansion there, expansion in wealth, you know. Um, If you are, um, Jupiter does rule long distance travels. Jupiter does rule law. Jupiter rules higher learning, um, studying something new. So all of those uh, is are going to be favored. Any kind of activity like that is going to be favored. With this alignment, once again, you're setting the tone for the next year when it aligns again. So, you know, make it good. Uh, something new in in these Jupiter areas would be good. Um, new relationships, definitely. Even, um, and it has it, because Jupiter's involved, it has a real positive spin on it. So, if you did begin something. New in the way of education Or learning or travel or relationships Um or investments Or law Then it would likely have a positive Outcome okay Um Okay of course Jupiter the great benefic, can Manifest on a low vibration Just like any other energy So some things to just be Mindful of are going to be Um Um Just the low end, as far as self-righteousness, you know, Jupiter can, uh, Sagittarius can have the foot and mouth syndrome, right, where it's just like too much of a good thing and you can't really handle it, and, uh, or over-expansion, you're expanding too quickly for your own good, that kind of thing, where you're, um, you're expanding, or you're so lucky, in fact, that you are now being boastful or greedy um, because you don't think it will ever end or you're just too overly optimistic and maybe you think yourself doesn't stink. Stuff like that, okay? That's how this could go bad. But it can, there's a lot more ways that it can go good. Um, just be mindful of that and you should be able to avoid it. Um, just of the potential, not, you know, don't obsess about it, but just be, you know, be mindful of the potential for going overboard with Jupiter and uh, keep in mind moderation. Jupiter is not about moderation. So if you can kind of keep that in mind, because even too much of a good thing, especially too much too quickly <laughs> it could uh, just be the right time to call in some moderation reinforcements to ensure that you more make the most of these opportunities and beneficial energies that are coming your way instead of squander it, waste it, or just destroy it because you can't handle it, okay? Um, Somebody who was born with sun in alignment with Jupiter in their natal chart they're going their their very self expression is going to be exaggerated it's going to be expanded it's going to be um it's going to grow right and they, they may show up as a larger than life personality um these people are going to tend to express sun in alignment with jupiter they're going to tend to express jupiter qualities they're going to probably come off as lucky or maybe even spiritual, okay, um, expansive, and and on the negative end, like even overdoing, just doing too much, doing the most, going too far. <laughs> and so um, some celebrities that were born with this alignment, of course, Kanye and Northwest, father and daughter, um, Mike Tyson, Maya Angelou, larger than life, right? Um, Vanessa L. Williams, Donna Summer, Herbie Hancock, both Tia and Tamira, of course, Stedman Graham, and Harry Belafonte. So uh, max out, make the most of it. Find out what area of your chart um, three degrees Libra is in and and make the most of it because it's not coming back around again. Until October 26th of next year Okay Then we've got on Monday Drum roll please Another planet stationing But this time direct Um, Pluto is stationing direct here Right after Mercury Right after they trine twice As they both stationed So uh, Mercury and Pluto Are in contact right now And they're both making these power moves Stationing direct Okay um, Pluto will have been direct for about five months at the time it stationed back direct It will have been retrograde for about five months uh, by this point It's It'll be stationing at 4.35 a.m. Central in our week ahead And Yeah And so Pluto is the planet of power it represents power. That's pretty much like the basic key word in a nutshell. How much power does it take to to die and be reborn? That's what Pluto governs: death and rebirth, the very energy we were just talking about with the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, transformation. Pluto, how powerful is a transformation? How powerful is a phoenix rising from the ashes? How powerful is psychological impressions upon all of us? How powerful is, you know, something taboo or um, a research and investigation, digging deep? And so definitely, uh, Waputo, it has been retro or is still retrograde. We've been reflecting definitely about power and control in our own lives. Control is another um key word in addition to power. Uh Pluto also governs the eighth house, uh, which has a sense of releasing something, where in the opposite second house we're collecting things, in the eighth house we could be releasing things. So um, if there's been controlling or manipulative behavior with, that you've been experiencing with people during Pluto retrograde over the past five months, you could have seriously put yourself in a position to release them, to let them go. Um, you could have been let go <laughs> if, if the shoe was on the other foot. Um, nobody probably was really... You know, power tripping They were just like Releasing (laughs) You know, we could have this whole Manipulation power play game Or while Pluto is retrograde We could just let that go And so um, For everybody It should have been crystal clear Like, I mean, I'm sure Especially now on this end of it We did definitely discuss it in April When it stationed retrograde You can go back to that episode, Um, but on this end of it, for sure, whatever the power play and the control and manipulation games were, they came to the surface here over the last five months. They were easily recognizable and identifiable by way of habits, compulsions, prejudices, addictions. They were all reinforced and and repeated. So it's, it's nothing that should have gone over your head. I mean, it is Pluto, the planet of extremes. And intensity You probably didn't miss it um, But yeah If you have been the manipulative Or the controlling force Holding on too tight Sometimes we don't recognize it We don't see it as Oh I'm being manipulative But there's things that we do Eighth house also governs The mysterious and the occult The hidden things that, that we do The psychological things that we do In holding on too tight where a Pluto retrograde like this one we've been living through and experiencing and observing that may have pushed us or forced us to let go. Okay. Um other um compulsive behavior, obsessive behavior that where Pluto, Scorpio and Eighth House have rulership and dominion could have been doesn't have to involve a relationship. It can involve uh, or not necessarily just relationship with people. It could involve relationship with Food or substances um that has taken over, and um things over the past few months could have forced a turn around in that or forced a a change a transformation in in with involving that um, and and once again, it's this area talking about extremes, so if you went real hard in the paint, <laughs> you know. Let's just even say a drug. And and then, you know, here on this end of it, as Pluto is stationing, you know, you're you're going in a whole nother direction. Extremely so. Um, and it may not be all that pleasant. If you're getting off of a hard drug, guess what? You're gonna go through withdrawal, you're gonna go through a detox stage, you're it's not gonna necessarily be all roses. And so, but that, it, it, it all, once again, that Libra energy is reinforcing it even, that it, this is all balancing out, okay? Um, once again, the mysterious, the occult, the hidden, spiritual kind of things going on, um, be sensitive to your transformation that's taking place. These planets, when they're stationing, that's when they're the most powerful. That's when the the energy that they represent is the most perceptible and and easily, you know, influenced. So, as we approach early rising on Monday in our week ahead, consider in the process of your own spiritual evolution where suspicion, you know, we're talking about hidden, mysterious things, taboo things, gambling, addiction, porn, um even racism and how these subtle energies could be keeping us from walking in our full power, Pluto power. So definitely um be be sensitive to spiritual assistance and um and be ready and willing to transform be ready and willing to tr- to to rise from the ashes like a phoenix to to transform from a caterpillar into a butterfly if something needs to be destroyed released or let go that has control over you then open up to the opportunity for personal mastery open up to the opportunity For your own spiritual power to be increased As you take your power back With Pluto stationing, okay? You can do it You can do it We can do it Um, If you were actually born With Pluto retrograde in your chart Which a lot of people have Pluto retrograde in their chart It's really prevalent And so um, these people could have difficulty transforming their life, okay, out of a fear of letting go. That's a lot of people This this could be impacting. I mean, do you know anybody like that? They don't want to let go of nothing ever. <laughs> they have this placement, and there's some other placements that could denote this energy as well that have to do with the eighth house um, potentially even being intercepted and things like that. Um, these people also born with Pluto retrograde in their chart Could have difficulty expressing their personal power and influence Okay, They could have a fear of taking control Okay, Or fear of being controlled um, And it could have something to do with the past life experience Or experience in their childhood if you don't believe in past lives okay, where there was an abuse of power or they were overly controlled. So keep these types of things in mind um, as well. Uh, Michael Jordan was born with Pluto retrograde in his chart, okay? All right, so here on September 26, 26 Pluto stations direct and it's and not out of this zone, the retrograde zone, until January 16th of next year, 2.54 p.m. Eastern, one fifty four p.m. Central, okay? Capricorn, for you, since Pluto did all of this in your sign, stationed retrograde, about to station direct, um, at this point, you can... Feel like you're getting control Back over your life Capricorn And transform Yourself for the better You can do it You really got the smorgasbord Capricorn You can do it in whatever area of your life You need to and if it involves You, yourself First and foremost The better Aries for you Pluto stationing Direct again Means you can now work On your goals, taking control back over your goals, taking control back, Aries, over your life direction that you're going in and making the changes that you want to transform your life through those goals. All right? Aries, be sensitive to the elders and the mentors and the bosses and the authority figures in your life, the parental figures. Um, They could help you in your transformation. Cancer. Cancer. Cancer, uh, for you, you could be taking back control in your relationships and partnerships again, and you can work to transform through those relationships. Let your relationships transform you, Cancer. Libra, you are going to take back control by way of your emotions. You're going to transform emotionally. You're gonna transform in feeling at home within yourself, Libra, okay? And um your family could play a part in your transformations and you taking um your power back and control back, the support of that family, the the strength that you that, that um that you feel being a part of a family, Libra, okay? Taurus, um, you can take control over expansion in your life, and you can work on transforming yourself through plans for expansion. Taurus, got plans to go back to school, go on a long-distance um, journey, um, Taurus, or um, just go on an adventure or um, a spiritual path or journey? All right, Taurus, you can incorporate those into the transformation that you're making in your life while you're taking your power back, taking control back over the expansion of your life. Um Virgo, you can transform through love and creativity. Okay? And your your romantic partnerships can aid in transforming you. Um Virgo, your um your children can be impactful. In you reclaiming your power, taking your power back And taking back control over your life Okay, Scorpio You can work on making transformations through your mind Okay, or mental transformations It may start on that really um, elementary level there In the third house with Gemini, Scorpio, okay So it could be something some information that you gather, Scorpio That could be part of your transformation And you taking control or power back Maybe it's some paperwork that gets signed That helps you take control and your power back, Scorpio That's all in the third house right there It may be something there in your local neighborhood That contributes, contributes to you taking control back Power back, okay um, So keep those lines of communication open, Scorpio and you're good. Pisces, um, you can transform in really unique, unconventional, eccentric, out of the box. People probably going to look at you crazy ways, okay, Pisces? Um, and so if it's pushing you outside of your comfort zone, it's more than likely coming to transform you and to help you reclaim your power. Aquarius, um, you can definitely take control over your internal self And you can work on transforming your inner self Aquarius, um, if it has to do with spirituality and meditation and prayer It can aid significantly in transforming your life Okay, we're not talking about here over the next month We're not talking about for the next six months to a year But definitely until Pluto retrogrades again um, This is the area where you're going to find yourself reclaiming your power the most when it comes to um, emotions, but on a spiritual level, okay? Staying a little more to yourself. You're going to, Aquarius, find yourself reclaiming your power in those ways and, and just being prayerful and meditative and sensitive to um, you're only being selfless there in the 12th house. That's going to make you feel really powerful, Aquarius, to just do something for the satisfaction of just doing it, just the internal satisfaction. Gemini, uh, for you, you can work on taking control back over your finances, okay? Eighth house, when it comes to transformations, you can focus more on transforming your life, so Gemini Pluto stationing is happening in your Pluto house. So you kind of like Capricorn can really do it how you want to do it. You can transform anything, but especially as it relates to um, your finances um, that you share either, you know, um, with others. Any finances you share with others or can be a part of your transformation, any bonuses, any inheritances, any taxes, any um, bonds, you know, stocks, things of that nature. So focus on that. Focus on transformations of all kinds, and you're going to feel really, really powerful. Leo, uh, for you, you can work on taking control over your work life, your daily routine, your lifestyle. You can transform yourself through even health, Leo, okay? Um, To the degree that you're improving your daily life, that you're improving your health routines, that you're improving your work, Leo, um, you're going to feel really powerful. You're going to feel powerful to just get stuff done. You're going to feel powerful to get organized. You're going to feel powerful to put stuff in order and and just be practical, and that's going to make you feel powerful like you can transform anything, Leo. Sagittarius, last but not least, you can definitely work on transforming what you need to to feel safe and secure and letting go of a connection to things, okay? So... Um. Definitely, Sagittarius, to the degree that you are placing a high value upon yourself, um, to the degree that you are taking responsibility of your own safety and security, um, to the degree that you are allowing your natural talents to support you, uh, you can really take your power back, feel more powerful and transform whatever you need to. Know your worth, Sagittarius, and that alone will be very transformative, okay? Um, all right, let's keep it moving. I think I saw a hand up. I did. Okay, let's check in on the phone lines before we get too much further. Caller from the 502, you're live on the air with mom. Please. Please. Mm-hmm. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I'm getting used a me? little bit of feedback. Yes. Go Sorry. right ahead. Who's on the line? Hi, this is Katie from Kentucky. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Peace, I'm wonderful. What um what did you wanna ask or what content what did you want to add to the show today? Um well I'm actually a first time caller. Um and I was really intrigued by mm-hmm. your um message, but I don't know, do do you, like, ask for her birthday, or do you just, I don't know what typically people ask since I was the first caller. And you say Katie, right? Katie. Katie, okay. Um, Katie, mm-hmm. I actually don't do on-air readings, but I do have your information oh. here. I got to talk to Dakota last week. She called in um, and got... Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were able to talk after the show, actually. So I definitely would love to connect with you. Can I call you after the show? Yes, please do. That would be great. Okay. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah no okay. I would need your date of birth. Uh, yeah, no problem. I would need your time of birth and everything, but we can definitely take it from there. Thank you so much for calling in, okay. and I can definitely put that back on hold. And thank okay. you to Dakeet from last week. Um, We had an amazing conversation. I love when that happens, when it's, (laughs) like, totally unexpected. Even though I've been doing this show for over a year, I've been studying astrology going on three years now. I'm studying, um, you know, under Ampu and just other amazing teachers. There's a conference going on right now. I've been studying even more. Um, Shout out to one of my mama's babies who told me about it. But, um. Amazing, amazing conversation, and um, I just love connecting with you guys. It's always so cool to know that there are other people that see the value in this ancient information, see the value in something that our ancient ancestors, um, you know, they govern their existence by. When you even see passages in Scripture where they're talking about astrological occurrences in particular Stars and things that were being followed, right, and observed, then you see how the thread of the wisdom, the spiritual wisdom of this information just is timeless. I'm not bringing you any new information here. I am sharing with you, helping break it down in layman's terms, these astrological concepts through these seven ancient planets. If you're talking about modern planets Ten modern planets And and the inherent Spiritual wisdom Inside of these energies That guess what are inside of us Everything represented In the macrocosm is represented In the microcosm Pluto is not just stationing Retrograde in the constellation Of Capricorn here on Monday In the week ahead Pluto our power is Stationing direct again as well, our personal power, our um, personal ability to transform our own lives, okay, is being impacted energetically in the week ahead. So I'm just here to break to help break down some of those energies now. With my Mama's Babies, if you go to the episode information, you'll see where you you have opportunity to subscribe and become a Mama's Babies. Uh, Mama's Baby, they enjoy personal weekly phone consultations and weekly transit reports ahead of time. So by way of these transit reports, they know how these transits are impacting them personally, impacting their chart. Um, Yeah, Venus is going into Scorpio at the end of the week, and for all... Where was it? For all, let's just say, Sagittarius, is. it's impacting your 12th house, right? And so you're enjoying spending more time, you know, in your imagination and tapping into your spiritual side and um, having a spiritual connection with someone. Um, but you could be having a, a certain transit from that Venus to a particular area of your chart that kind of gives it a different interpretation than just the general general one for all Sagittarius is. Maybe it's your Venus sign that you're even reading a horoscope for, like I have learned to do. I don't tell a lot of people that because I don't want to give them just that much information overload. But y'all will hear me say in a minute, Listen out for your sun sign horoscope. Listen out for your moon sign. That's why you need to know your time of birth so you can know all these placements. And listen out for your rising sign. But I listen out a lot of times for my as a woman for my Venus sign. I think it's significant. I've observed it long enough to see the significance in knowing the energies that are impacting my Venus sign as a woman. For a male, definitely, you kind of want to know what's going on with your Mars sign. That's your very masculine sexual energy. And so it gets, there's a lot. I don't talk about everything week to week to week on the show. I dig into a lot more stuff with my mama's babies on a week to week basis because they're on the line, they're hungry. They're getting these transit reports every week, they're hungry. They want to know what is going on. And they're taking their power back because not only do they just want to know what's going on, they want to know what they can do about it. Oh, I can tap into this. I've been doing it. I had been doing it. And Brother Ampu gave me an opportunity to share with you guys essentially what I had been doing, staying a week ahead, and how it irreversibly, ever since I started doing it, has impacted my life in amazingly positive ways. Has everything that that's happened to me since then been amazing and wonderful and positive? I I didn't think so at the time, all of it, but I have not been in a situation that I could not masterfully get on top of since then, for sure. Because I know now how everything. In our lives has an astrological Representation to it Right Mars represents anger and violence And sex And our drive and our energy And as to being assertive And um, The impulse to get anything done Comes from Mars Yes, thank God for Mars Um uh, you know, Venus is going to represent, you know, our social lives and our love and our money and and comfort and food and, you know, just everything is represented by these planetary bodies and energies. And so it's all accounted for. There's nothing missing. And that's why it it doesn't fail. That's why you hear people touting astrology all over the place now, even more so than before. Now that the veil has been torn and it's not looked at as such a hooky, spooky thing, but it's looked at as an actual viable tool for daily living in advance. However far out in advance you want to go, we just stay a week ahead around here um and some of and some of my mama's me and my mama's babies for sure um even even more so out into um our future okay uh, i'll wrap it up with mars and capricorn and we will take yeah um after mars goes into capricorn in our week ahead there on tuesday september 27 307 a.m. central which is Beautiful, Mars is exalted in Capricorn So it should be a really, really good season for Mars um, Especially since the whole retrograde this year There um, in Scorpio Finishing out here in Sagittarius And moving on into Scorpio in the week ahead on Tuesday Um, Right after that, Tuesday, September 27, 3.52 a.m. The moon does trine Uranus for 12 hours and 51 minutes It goes void Um it went void earlier in the week. I, no, it didn't. Okay, this is the first void in our week ahead. So definitely uh, Tuesday. It doesn't. The moon doesn't enter Virgo until 4:43 p.m. Central. So for most of Tuesday and next week, you're definitely. That's not a good day for a job interview. It's not a good day for if you just so happen to be off and have set up a first date. That ain't the day. You know um do your do get together with someone brand new later in that evening, which likely would happen with a typical uh conventional work week anyway uh but while the moon's void for almost thirteen hours there. You can do any reviewing, taking stock, anything anything you're wrapping up that was going on in Leo. It's, you're going to kind of be feeling like by Tuesday um, when you rise up on Tuesday that you're kind of closing out this moon and Leo phase of the fun and the partying and the encouraging and enjoying and all that stuff. Not that it can't go on there, but our emotional satisfaction is going to change as of Tuesday, 4.43 p.m. Central when the moon enters Virgo. The moon will be in the same area of space that has been so charged and so activated while the sun has been in Virgo, even though by the time the moon enters Virgo in our week ahead, the sun will already be in Libra, Um, but we will be emotionally satisfied when we finally can do something new energetically there on Tuesday, um, late afternoon, um, We're going to be emotionally satisfied to be productive, to get stuff done, to improve ourselves, to improve our surroundings, to get organized, that same kind of 6 house energy I've been talking about um, throughout the show. Um, Anything that requires detail-orientedness and that may be time-consuming, we won't care. We'll be fine to do it. Cleaning out that closet, something requiring concentration. Virgo is an energy ruled by um, Mercury. So something that requires patience and focus to details that we can kind of get in our zone and zone out on it, that's going to be real good. Um, anything regarding clearing and purging and detoxing and refining and organizing, that's going to be on the menu there in the week ahead as well. Um Anything um, positively impacting our daily routine, um, our diet, our exercise, that's going to be good, our health. Um, Yeah, um, uh, Virgo can be real nitpicky, so just watch out for that in the week ahead. Um, Be open if someone has some constructive criticism for you. Um, and, and monitor your own constructive criticism where you're coming more across as nitpicky or nagging. Um, just because you're so detailed, we're all going to be so emotionally satisfied to be detail-oriented. Give people a break and, you know, both ways. Um, and and turn that, you know, nitpicky kind of critical energy inward, not in a negative way, but in the way that I was kind of speaking on before where you can Okay, since you're so paying attention to the detail, details, take that energy and get more organized. Get things broken down into manageable steps. Get more practical about your own, you know, routine and tasks and chores that are um, at hand for you. Any kind of mental pursuits are going to be good. And then, okay, so I'm going to back it up just a little bit to talk about Mars going into Capricorn. Um, Feel free, um, check out the tarot.com article on it. I like them because it's pretty concise, short, sweet, to the point. And so um, we got two kind of opposing energies here. Mars is, you know, governing Aries, and it's ruled by fire and passion, and Capricorn's like cool and. Saturned out, you know, kind of restricted And all serious and mature and trimming the fat So it's two different energies going on right um, at this time But Mars is really at home in this energy Because of Capricorn's um, uh, Capricorn energy is really descriptive of success and the rewards that come from hard work and Mars is all about action and drive and being the soldier get you know the early bird up to get the worm so Mars likes being in Capricorn. And so when a when a planet is at home it 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 kind of it goes the the flow is more natural for the um, the energy to express itself, and y'all will see that when I break down the different houses for each of the signs that Mars and Capricorn is going to be affecting. Um, So it's a really powerful transit, but not in a wild way, but in a more kind of conservative and 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 disciplined way. Okay. That's why it's exalted here, because it can really get some stuff done. We can really get some stuff done while Mars um, is in transit through Capricorn as of 3.07 a.m. Central on Tuesday, the 27th in our week ahead. And so... Mars is definitely going to want to push ahead, but in Capricorn, it's going to do it in a calm way. Like I always talk to y'all about that Capricorn goat. It may only just take a step a day, and it may take 30 years. <laughs> so it's not necessarily a fast energy Capricorn, even though Mars is moving through it is fast. Mars is going to take on a Capricorn tone here while it's transiting through Capricorn. So it's going to move a little more calmly and more directly towards certain goals. Capricorn only got one thing in sight. That's the peak, the summit, the pinnacle of that mountain. And it may take 30 years, but it's going to get there. And so this, this, this precision, this focus, this concentration that Mars is taking on is powerful. We just got there talking about powerful Pluto turning in Capricorn in the week ahead, and we got Mars entering that very same area of space. So we're headed towards the Mars-Pluto conjunction on top of that. Power, 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 power. So, um, we're going to probably feel like we're on top of our stuff, you know, maybe feeling ourselves like we, we can get it done. You know, we we are the people who can dang do it. <laughs> and so, um, this is a good time to start a, a new initiative, something that takes an impulse to get going, because Mars is going to bring that, Mars is going to be that soldier that's going to get up and that gum get it done. And then they're in Capricorn. It don't. It's not going to care if it how long it takes. It's just going to not stop until it's done. So this is just an excellent placement that's going to be impacting us uh, uh, over the uh, time span of, of a few weeks. And so um, it's not necessarily going to be about chilling and relaxing and. Hanging loose. It's gonna Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorn is the boss for a reason. Capricorn is about that work. Capricorn is about that hard, heart smart work that you may not feel like doing, but I bet you are gonna feel like getting them rewards and success, and that's how it comes. Now, what you may want to watch out for is taking it too far. Like, if you're directing this energy towards yourself and, you know, your ambitions and your goals and your dreams and your life direction, great. If you're trying to direct someone else's energy and their goals may not work out so well for you, you may not like the results, I'll put it that way. So... Um, breaking it down for the signs, of course, I'm going to start with Capricorn because that's the very sign Mars is moving into. Capricorn, wherever Mars moves, just like I was telling y'all, wherever Venus moves, it's bringing how Venus is going from Libra into Scorpio, and it's bringing this ease and this comfort. When Mars makes a move, it's not bringing ease and comfort. <laughs> Mars can bring, the uh, on the low end, it can bring agitation and actual aggravation. But on the highest end, it's bringing that energy that's needed to get something done. It's bringing that fresh energy that's not sitting around waiting on anything. It's just gonna get up and do it because it gotta get done. Who else gonna do it? We are not waiting on nobody. We gotta do it first. We gotta, you know, do it early. So Capricorn, you should be feeling as we're approaching this um, ingress of Mars into Capricorn here on Tuesday, the twenty seventh. You should definitely be feeling an increase of energy, more energized, more excited about life, more enthusiastic, ready to get going with things and ideas that you're passionate about. Mars is a passion planet, so um, and it's in your energy. Passionate, if you're passionate about yourself, Capricorn, during this time, that's great. That should be a good jump off point for everything else that's going to spawn from that energy over the next approximately 2 years is going to take before Mars comes back to your sign, okay? Think think 2 years out with this transit for sure. Think think next 2 years Capricorn. So, um with all this extra energy you're going to have, you definitely want to you would definitely be satisfied to keep yourself busy. Um, But just try not to be too busy where it's like a nervous kind of busyness, okay, Capricorn, because that's where the low end of Mars could come in where you're having accidents and, you know, just not good energy or you you could come across instead on the high end instead of coming across more energized and enthusiastic and excited. You come out off as more aggressive and violent and pushy and, you know, just too much. So monitor that. Um, Aries, <clears throat> Mars going through Capricorn is going to be hitting up your 10th house. So uh, the energy for you is going to be in that area of goals. Of It's going to be in the area of your Capricorn house. So putting in that smart, hard, and hard work uh, is, is exactly what you're going to want to do. Um, and it's going to set the tone um uh, for the next couple of years actually about a year and a half ago something you started could be hitting a high point now okay and so it could feel like a very karmic time like you're harvesting good or bad um, based on goals you were aiming towards about a year to a year and a half ago And so you could be feeling more practical and responsible To kind of help further it along um, And determine if you're going in the right direction with it or not, ARIES, okay So that's this is a good checkpoint for you from about a year to a year and a half ago um, Cancer Cancer, Mars is coming into an area for you governing relationships. That's where the energy is going to be primarily and prevalently for you, Cancer. Um, You're going to feel more driven and more energetic when you're partnered up, Cancer. Um, You can prioritize relationships, want to improve them, want to, you know, you're going to be energized as it relates to fairness and justice and diplomacy and equality. You know, that's, you're going to want that or nothing at all, especially with Mars involved, okay? So make sure that you um, stay balanced yourself and um, recognize the reason why you're requiring more balance and equality and fairness from others, Okay. It shouldn't be too bad. I mean, it is in the uh, Mars going through Capricorn affecting your Libra house. So it it automatically is putting this um, ease and comfort and diplomacy on this transit for you. So y'all may have an easier go of this transit than a lot of the rest of us. Libra, for you, your drive and your energy and your assertiveness is going to come through your emotions, okay? Um, You could be emotionally driven with this transit, Libra, okay? Um, It could even drain you, um, just being overly emotional or getting so emotional that you are drained, So you want to definitely try to manage those feelings and utilize them, like utilize them as fuel, margin fuel energy um, to get done whatever you need to get done. Fourth house also rules the home. So if you're feeling a certain type of way, put that energy into some projects um, at, at your home or improving your living situation or environment. Or fueling the energy you need To make a move, okay um, Even spending time with your family Or people that you're you know, familiar with And comfortable with um, And focusing on improving your support system Can energize you, okay um, And you can also start something new From the ground up With this fourth house transit And in about a year or so Um, It could have really good results So once again, this is Mars This is all about the actions we're taking here My mama's babies, okay Um, For Libra, definitely something you feel Emotionally strong about Is going to be a good thing to put that energy into Once again, let those emotions Fuel your Mars and passion and fire Taurus, for you um, Mars going into Capricorn Is impacting your ninth house So Uh, new experiences, expanding your life, being optimistic, seeing the bright side, all these things can um, help open doors for you. And traveling, going back to school or teaching something or just being bolder and more passionate that way is going to be good ways to um, let this energy work itself out through you. Okay. Once again Mars wants to do something. So Taurus, do something exploratory. Do something adventurous. See the bright side of the situation and your Mars should be satisfied. Okay. And it could it could take you to higher heights here in the ninth house, Taurus. And it could impact you for the next um couple of years in these ways. Um Virgo, fifth house, Uh, uh, Mars going through Capricorn, affecting your fifth house, um, hobbies, anything you enjoy, anything fun, anything creative, anything to do with people you enjoy being around, um, anything to do with people you love and um, children and um, just having fun. It's all about the fun, even if you are partnered up Um, Mars going through Capricorn, um, you should be able to infuse that playful energy even, and it'll satisfy your actions to be playful even in the context of your relationships, okay? Scorpio, um, for you, Mars going through Capricorn is impacting that third house, and so you're going to be energized to be emotionally satisfied, okay, and stimulated, um, mental energy is gonna want to get some use out of it, out of you, okay. So um, you can work on a lot of different things, a variety of things, little projects, just things to keep you um, busy and um, stimulated. And, and socializing, anything there within your community or your neighborhood with your siblings or cousins or um, uh, learning even is going to satisfy you to take actions in these areas, okay? Pisces, um, 11th house, you definitely can be energized when you're pursuing your dreams. When you're enjoying your friends, okay. When you're joining new groups or taking up a cause, um, when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, that is going to satisfy the act. Your act and um, being innovative and ingenious and, and having original ideas and thoughts, right? And I'm gonna have to end it there, you guys. I will pick it back up next week with Aquarius. Um, through Sagittarius, and I've just enjoyed my time with you guys. Um, please, please go to the episode information. Really, for anything that you want to do, subscribe, um, send an astro love gift to um, the Inner Peace Lighthouse site, and even a link back to last week's show. Um, stay connected, definitely, to myastrologycoach.com, Inner Peace Lighthouse and Mama Dada Astrology. We will be live. We'll be back in full effect next week, and we will take it from there. We're going to stay ahead to keep from getting ahead, okay? And thank you for all the listeners. Peace, ashe